Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You look beautiful, darlings. Beautiful, my buzzers. And I'm sure you're really excited to talk about this particular episode because it's pretty darn cool. So welcome to the Arrow After Show. It is Season 7, Episode 13, The Emerald Archer. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz and it feels so good. Yeah. Oh, we shouldn't. We should not be singers. Oh, I am just. I'm. Being, what is that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Someone's gonna like make a montage of all weird. my terrible I moments. I don't know. I was just like you know being reunited with the I, mic I in my like face. That. Okay, sorry. Okay, okay, sorry. Fine. Hello. Fine. Hi, Hi welcome to the party. <laughs> What's going on? You know the deal. It's the Arrow After Show. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford, and I have a pretty gosh darn amazing person sitting next to me. Hi, y'all. Olivia D. Bortoli here. And we have two seats that are empty because we are not reunited. <laughs> what is happening, people? I know that Matt Marr is having a conniption right now because he, he really loves this episode, but unfortunately has no voice, so he couldn't be here. And then Carolina has big things going on tomorrow, yeah, so she Ma- couldn't be here. Matt Marr is doing the, too much of the turkey cry from last week. He was practicing oh, it. Oh, exactly. And he uh, lost his voice doing that, I Well, think. you know, there's only one Mariah. <laughs> I mean, Ali Kana. <laughs> it is only, it is you that can only do it. Right? Yeah. For sure. Oh, man. Okay, so let's start the show. You guys know the deal. And if you don't, and this is your first time here, you are co-hosts with us for this show. So this side of the table always belongs to you. You join the conversation by getting into the chat room. Use hashtag ABTVArrow on all social media and start talking away. And if you're not watching live, that is A-OK, because you can still leave a comment below. And we love to read those, too. Yeah, we're all up in it. There's so many people in the chat already. Hi, Ivan. Spirit Hero 2. Judy Little says, bummer, no Matt. I know. It's a bummer for us, too. It's okay. Um, And Steven Star. Hi, Steven. So, oh, and Billie Jean Girl. Hey, girl. Movie 69! Woo! She changed it from movie 69. I know, but I can't let her live that one down. (laughs) I cannot. I'm sorry. That's your bad for taking over your sister's account. True. Okay. True. So let's get into hashtag who I love to hate. You guys start typing away. Typing? Yes, I can talk. Mm-hmm. You guys start typing away. We're going to give ours. I'm going to let Olivia go first. Okay. Well, I think mine is going to be the obvious who I love to hate. Okay. The mayor. Yeah. She's kind of the worst. Okay. She kind of. She made up for it a little bit at the end. <laughs> Although weird move. But I feel like she had to. Like she just had to. Otherwise, like, the city would have been like. Yeah, homegirl saved your life. Like, calm down. But, I mean, she was awful the whole way through. She kind of... She just ruined everything. If it wasn't for her, we would have we would have just like a blissful episode of like reminiscing with old friends. Right. But she she's just the worst. She just seemed like she was really stuck on her ego. More than anything else, like her ego and her pride, she couldn't admit that she was wrong. Yeah. And she just was out to make Oliver look like a butthole. Yeah. Really? Yeah, she's the worst. So we hate her. So my hashtag who I love to hate is William. Because even though I get it, you have reason to be a little disgruntled teenager. But come on. Like, address the problem. But out of nowhere, you put this fight. Fix it. He was so mean. Oh, I would have been like, oh, Oh. don't talk to me that way. Mm -mm." I would have been, yeah, I would have gotten a Yeah. 
So, um, yeah. But why, why do you think he was so, why do you think he got expelled from school? I think that he was acting out. I think that he was really angry and really hurt that he got sent away. He'd already yeah. lost his mom. Yeah. Found out he had a dad. Got this really cool new stepmom. Lost both of them. And in the first place, William was so against Oliver going back out into the field. Yeah. So what did he do? He went back out in the field. What did it do? It got him in jail. So, yeah. of course, he's angry and sad and hurt and all those feelings he just doesn't know how to deal with. So, again, I get why the anger is there. And he's a teenager. He's going through these changes. He's feeling all weird. And teenagers are little, awful little humans anyway. Well, I don't know. But either way, I was like, really, on Felicity? You're going to be mad at Felicity? Can yeah. you give that attitude to your dad, please? Seriously, Felicity's like the most sweetest angel of creation. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but oh. she is. Okay. Okay. Who I love in. to hate. Yes. Um, Ivan Soto. I hate Mayor Pollard. Obvi. Yeah. Um, Colin Prime. Hi, Colin. Hey. Um, says, uh, wait, really? I lost it. Oh, I don't love to hate because I just plain hate all the flash oh. forwards. Okay. Hey, girl. Or boy. Boy. boy, boy. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> High five it right through the camera. Yeah. I know you're touching the computer screen. Thank you. Um, Brandon says, half, I hate that the writers decided to not make all, to make Oliver and team arrow a part of scpd and no argus okay steven star hate the mayor same yeah same and then every, pretty much everyone says the mayor she was the worst yeah so we're on the same team y'all good so let's talk about how this was shot because obviously we discussed it a little bit in the past when we were talking about kelsey Grammer. you guys saw mm-hmm. Grammer, excuse me saw that wonderful naked picture of him Weird. did you did you see that picture in your mind when you <laughs> heard his voice tonight if you did you're welcome <laughs> that was all this one yeah um i loved it i thought the opening credits as like how it was a movie Mm -hmm. was amazing and i just i love that it was different i love that we Mm -hmm. got all the flashbacks of all our beloved all our beloved loves yeah um like speedy my favorite um so it was just it was just really nice to see all of them i just i love the way it was shot i thought it was so cool documentary yeah I agree. I really liked it. The only time I was like, ugh, was when we got into the fight scenes, and I know they're good, and as it is, Arrow as a show tends to film things a little dark. Yes. Unless it's just the TVs here, but they're just, it's a dark thing when they do the, 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 and then to have it gritty and rainbowy reflections, I was like, okay, I think what, uh, I know, we can barely, (laughs) and our TVs here where we watch are like kind of dark anyway, so we're like, I I can barely see. Yeah. And also, there is no way that those documentary crew people in real life, not yeah. that this show's real life, but there's no way that they would have let these people follow them. There's no way the mayor would have had listened to that conversation. Right. There's just no way they would have been that involved. So that was a little bit of a, of a far-fetched idea. But, I mean, it was still cool. Right. Um, everyone's saying, oh, Rory, Thea, Lance, yeah. Ragman! Freaking uh, Ragman was my baby. Yeah. He was awesome. Him and, well, Lance. I, yeah. I really liked seeing him again. And then when we saw the clips of Black Canary, because I was like, that's old Laurel, yeah. right? And so then you have new Laurel talking about, mm. well, you know, why don't we just basically call a spade a spade? Like, they're just putting masks on because they know that what they're doing is not right by the law. And I was like, Heifer, you were, like, killing people right and left when True. you were the siren, Black Siren, so... I didn't even think about that, that that when she was talking about herself, it wasn't really her. No! I didn't think about that. Hmm, interesting. 
Um, and then we were talking about Sarah Lance. Bless her heart, Katie Lotz. Like, yeah. we've met her. She's been in studio. She's real sweet. But I don't know what they did to her eyebrows. They were bushy and fantastic. That's no, it. no. It's, they look like they were filled in with a Sharpie. It's a new way. It's the style now. People have bushy eyebrows. I can handle bushy, but they were bushy <laughs> and colored over. Yeah. They were black, and she has blonde hair. Yeah. Let's talk about the show, because I think the guys could really care less about eyebrows. <laughs> um, Spirit Hero says, I'm sad that the only time we get to see Thea ever again and Sarah. Seriously. I know. Like... Why can't Thea just come back, like, every once in a while? Isn't it sad, though, when you realize that the reason Thea isn't coming back has nothing to do with the writing team and everything to do with the fact that the actress like, mm, I've moved on. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh. it makes sense, I guess, on her part, that, like, you're doing something for so long that you're kind yeah, of Yeah, but come as, a, like, a, a reoccurring. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't have to be a series regular, but pop in and out. You could still do films in between. Yeah. And even if you book another series and you're under contract, you're still allowed to come on as a guest star or reoccurring, yeah. as long as it's not... A series regular. So, yeah. Um, anyway, but I do want to talk a little bit about the episode. Let's talk about Oliver and Diggle mm-hmm. and them coming together as a team, which is really nice because some things about Oliver just don't change. Like, yeah. he's always taking the blame upon himself. Mm-hmm. It's his fault. It's his fault. He's never going to... I think we just need to accept the fact that he's never going to change and that's just going to be him forever. Right. Because he's just always taking the blame. But I really liked, like you said, their heart to heart. Like, I, I feel like we haven't seen that in a long time. Just the mm-hmm. two of them just talking it out, being mm-hmm. being on the same team, not fighting, mm-hmm. you know? And even they made reference to it. Like, I haven't seen you in over Thank a year. You. You know? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that, too. Like, I hate when shows pretend the obvious has... Yeah. not happen yeah. so the fact that they talked about it was mm-hmm. cool and I like that Diggle also had said to Oliver "What us letting you go to jail that was wrong yeah. like it didn't sit right by me and I should have said something or spoken up but I didn't and I think people don't because once the action has happened then you just feel guilty yeah. so you just feel guilty and he feels guilty all the time yeah. regardless so he yeah. just probably was like yeah. melting of guilt um, but were we excited, chat? Were we excited to see Team Arrow back together yes. again? Yes. I mean, everyone's everyone's talking about it. Um, did you catch the Helena reference? Yes. Yes. We all did. Yes. We caught all of the references. There are so many little, like, Easter eggs and little mm-hmm. references throughout this whole show. I will say this. I thought it was a great choice, and I don't know if anybody picked up on it, or maybe I'm just, like, reading too deeply into things, <laughs> but when they actually caught chimera kevin no wait, that's the you'll talk about that no later. his name is is, is kevin kevin Ken. Mc, i forgot his last name ah, and i had okay. it too oh well well anyway we'll talk we'll talk about it next but <laughs> when they caught him i like that they were saying that he had mental illness yeah and it was actually an act of admiration because he really he was saved by them yeah. and now he wants to get their mask and his mind obviously didn't properly process that and yeah. it didn't occur to him that what he was doing was hurting people but the point being is that nowadays mental illness is such a huge thing and people are talking about it needs to be talked about with all these mass shootings and everything going on in the world mm-hmm. i think that arrow does a great job of weaving what's going on in reality yeah. into what's going on in their world too. Yeah. So. And and talking about him, I thought throughout this episode, you know, he was actually a good fighter. Like, he took on the whole team and I was like, well, this guy is for sure going to be the new big bad. Like, he's, mm-hmm. you know, but then at the end they kind of took that out by him being caught and him just being like a super fan, you know? Yeah. So I feel like now he's obviously not going to be the big bad, but it was definitely headed in the big bad direction. Right. And we still don't have one. But that's okay. You know, I would really like, and I've said this in seasons past, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but we've not had a female big bad. Like, 
momentarily for the arc of the episode, we had somebody come in and she was crazy or she was this or we had China White for a few episodes. But just like we had Damien Dark, who was majority of that season, we've never had a female boss come in there for the majority of the season. Which which we need. Which might be. It might be next. Yeah. Um, Billie Jean Girl says, I want to know how the camera crew got that footage of their past fights, which is an interesting question. I think a lot of them, at one point you saw someone had like a, an iPhone camera or like yeah, a, a, yeah. a cell phone camera. So I could, they probably just got that footage somehow. But you're right. Like some of the footage that we saw, I felt like was a little bit exaggerated. Like how did they get that and how are right. they getting this footage now? But anyway, right. oh, D- Michael Blake says Dante is going to be the big bad. That's true. Oh, and we That's don't true. really know who that is, though, right? Like, we yeah. don't know the actor or anything like that. No, but yeah. Thinking Dante is not a girl's name, so... <laughs> could, well, it could, could be. be. Um, before we move on, yes. I just want to say thank you guys for making us the ESPN of TV talk. Um, and as we continue to grow, make sure, please make sure you subscribe, like, comment. I think we got a new subscriber last week, Ben Daniels. I hey, welcome! Down. Thanks for... He said he subscribed because of uh, Matt. So. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> Matt's kind of the best. Um, right. So thank you for subscribing. If you haven't yet, do that. Um, leave it, We also are, are, are on uh, iTunes. Yes. So if you're listening, leave us a, a rating or a comment there. And just, you know, being a part of this has meant so much to us. And it means, you know, because we're just such huge Arrow fans. Yeah. So just thank you. Yeah, I'm going to hop in there and just, you know, a a cheap, quick promotion, I guess you could say, for the hosts here at AfterBuzz, whether it's myself, Olivia, Matt, Carolina, or anybody else for an after show that you love, follow them on social media. You know, it's great to connect with our fans and talk to you guys face-to-face. At the same time, we're helping each other out because, you know, it's a world of social media. So follow us all. Matt is Matt. Two T's. He does this. Two T's, two R's. There you go. Yeah. Carolina is something with a bean in Linda there. Linda B. There you go. Something. Dang it. She's, she's, there's a bean in there. <laughs> Linda jelly bean. bean. Yeah. I don't know. I'm yours truly, Ali Kona, with the little dashes underneath in between the words. And mine's just my name, Olivia Bortoli. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty so, straightforward. Um, okay. Now that we got the plugs out of the there way, there we go. Let's Black, talk. Black Magic, LOL. Her name is Dante. Could be. It could be. But I'm thinking probably not. Oh. That, that no. would be nice. And you would think, too, like, with the lead writer now or the showrunner being a female and, like, eh, yeah. you know, eh, what? And we're not going to talk about that because I have opinion. Oh. Oop. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> okay, I have opinions. Watch her chair. Remember last time? Oh, I know, right? Let me oh, go God. fly off the chair and yeah. gobble at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Just in one foul swoop. All right, I want to talk about Amiko. She was a big and small part of this episode all at the same time because Oliver actually took the time to go to Diggle and he went to Dinah and, hey, this is what's going on. And I love Diggle's response to it. It wasn't like... And even Dinah, they were at least really understanding because you know Dinah in the past has been a little off and extreme sometimes. So it was cool for both of them to say, we get it, bro. Like, you were quote-unquote dishonest withholding the truth. But for a good reason. Yeah. And and I, I feel like at this point they're kind of used to it. But you're right. I made a note of that too. I was like, they were both so understanding. They're both just like, okay, she's your sister. Let's move on. Let's go Let's well, go help her. You right, know? Right. Which was really nice. I thought, I, so she was kind of a small part of this, this episode, but she's kind of the reason they all came together, which was kind of cool. Right. So. Right. Um, and then, okay, so I thought she was going to be 
killed? I gotta be honest with you. I think I read Matt Texas and was like, I'm so angry. And Olivia corrected me and was like, because he can't be here. I was like, oh, I thought it was gonna be a bad no. episode. So immediately when she was injured, I'm like, oh, do we we kill her already? No, I was no, he was worried. Matt was so mad that he couldn't be here to talk about it because he he ruined his voice. Yeah, because he loved this episode so much. Yeah, and I agree with him. This episode was legit, and it's been. One of the best episodes I've seen in a long time. Yes. But I think that's because the things that we love the most finally came together. Yeah, everyone. It's been frustrating. This whole season seven has been either Oliver at Slapside yeah. and watching everybody yeah. be a part. And the whole point of the show, for most of us, is Team Arrow. Yeah. You know? So for the first time, yeah. 13 episodes in to this season, we have a team. And... Uh, Mr. Terrific, Echo Gollum, finally was able to be terrific. Right. For, like, once in a blue moon. He, yeah. like, used his T-spheres and everything. Yeah. Like, come on. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Oh, was so good. But let's, wait, really quick, I want you to say those things, but I want to get back to Miko let's and just it. top that one off and talk about the fact that I loved when her and Renee had their interaction, mm-hmm. and he was like, dang, you stubborn just like Oliver. Well, <laughs> actually... And he was just like, ah, that's funny. Yeah. No, no, he's, he's my brother. Yeah. I thought that was cool. That was hilarious. I loved their interaction. I thought, I love that she told him, I, I have a feeling that there's something happening between the two of them. Yes. Like the looks they were giving each other and hello, she is freaking drop dead gorgeous. So yeah, you better go for it, Renee, because look at that girl. He was Um, like, he was like trying to like put his moves on or whatever. Uh I was like, come on. So I think it would be a good get together. Who, what do you guys think? Oh, Billie Jean girl. I think Renee and Mika are going to get together. She dies, and that's what changes Renee in the future. That's my early what? prediction. Whoa, Billie Jean girl. Okay, dropping the knowledge right, so soon. Right. Okay. I like the idea of the two of them together because I feel like Renee needs somebody who can be... I like that she's stubborn. I like that she stands by what mm-hmm. she believes in. And at the same time, I feel like if they were in a relationship and he did something and it was either wrong or he just didn't know what he's talking about, yeah. she'd be quick to yeah. call him out on it. Plus, he needs to be with a girl who could whoop his ass. Seriously. He needs, that's what he needs because he's kind of like a stubborn, like, mm-hmm. like, like hard-headed dude. I was just like, say a donkey. <laughs> I don't know why the king whines. Well, he's donkeys just, are stubborn. Yeah. That's total, that totally okay. makes sense. I'm on board with it. But yeah, like he needs someone, he needs her. Yeah. But maybe that's true. Maybe she does die, and then that's why he becomes... Oh, <laughs> That's so sad. It hasn't even started yet, and we're already predicting yeah. her death. Yeah. This is what Arrow has done to us. That's Booby's fault. Yeah. It's your fault. Freaking, okay. It's Billie Jean, girl. I don't anyway. care. <laughs> I do care. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to disrespect <laughs> you. You know I'm just poking fun at you. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much my wrap-up for Amico, is just I like the... um. What they in, 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 the imply. Yeah. And going into Renee, also, one of his best moments, I promise you, in the entire season is when William comes to the door yes. and he's like, I'm sorry, you two have been texting? <laughs> what? And the fact that he's like, I'll be next door, polishing my gun. Polishing my... Little does he know that William does not go that way. Right. So they're literally just buds. Oh, but you know what, though? What, what if... Okay, this... Because this would be like... Oh, the gosh. story of my life, right? <gasps> yeah. What if 
Uh, what's her name? Mia? No. What's her name? Uh, uh, Zoe, Zoe. Zoe. So what if Zoe's over here like bestieing him and she's trying to be the girl to lean on and talk to and oh, you like a girl? You have a crush on her and she doesn't like you back? Like hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I kind of like you too. Um, what's her secret again? What, what are you really upset about? Well, that could be it. But also in the flash forwards that everyone hates so much, very clearly, um, you can tell that they're still kind of best. Jesus. Well, you would still be, I think you'd still be besties because That's it's true. like you can't be mad That's at true. somebody for their sexual preference <laughs> and you already love them as a person. You yeah. just have to separate the attraction yeah. bar and be like, gee. Um, Ivan says William is about to come out and I think that's why he's angry. Oh, for sure. And he and he says, I think Zoe knows he's gay. Oh, okay. But why would she say oh, that Oh, no, though? because no, she wouldn't say that there's a girl. Right, because it's not like Renee was next door within earshot that yeah. she's like, hey, do you like a girl? <laughs> A girl, <laughs> female, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. No, no. It's just, I think she doesn't know yet. I think so too. Yeah, and I really think she might have a crush on him. Honestly, yeah, that could be true. So. But but then they end up being best friends in yeah. the flash forwards. Yeah, should we talk about these flash forwards? Um, I mean, we sure. That's a great segue. <laughs> That's how I feel about the flash forwards, along with some of you. Um, a lot of people in the in the chat are saying they we really don't like it. I don't really like it either. I what I did find interesting in this one though is um, the kind of nod to Connor. We're thinking mm-hmm. it's Connor Hawk, mm-hmm. so that's an interesting thing. And how we're seeing in what direction it'll go mm-hmm. with Black Star, I think her name is. Mm-hmm. And some people are saying that Black Star is Felicity and Oliver's daughter. Yeah. So, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe these are all these are all speculations. Yeah. Though. So, the only thing I can appreciate about the flash forwards is that they did tie in the documentary to that. And so, at the end of the show, when she's watching it yes. and hitting stop, and you're like, "Oh, that's that's kind of a nice twist." But that's a good way to putting it all together. Yeah. Yeah. But we still we they're just I don't know if I hate them so much as I I just like I don't like kind of knowing so far in the future what happened. Right. And it's also bleak and sad. And right. like they go into the into the cave, the bat cave, whatever they want to call it. What is it called? Arrow cave. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and they're like, you know, it's this is why vigilantes like yeah. ruined everything. And I was like, come, come on, right. And of course, they show that scene right after the mayor is like, here's the badges. Don't make me yeah. regret it. Prove me right. Blah 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 blah. So yeah. then they go directly into that. So you already know that they ruin it, and that my friends is why I don't like the flash forwards because I feel like it's giving you spoilers and yeah. then going back and being like, so this is how these spoilers happen. Yeah. Like, that's like, a surprise it's like, it's like, it's like you're reading a book and then you, you go to the end of the right. book and you read what happens at like the last right. page and then you go back and read it. And it's like, that's, that's not how you're supposed to read a book. Right. And that's not how you're supposed to get, you're supposed to receive a or, story or the fact that everything in the future is so bleak yeah. that you, when you're in the present, you're like, well, what's the point? It's yeah. obviously all going to go to shit. Exactly. Like- <laughs> um, Black Magic has a good point. Okay. It's just a possible future. This is not set in stone. It's kind of like what if scenario, and that's why I like them. All right, Black Magic. But how is it a what if scenario? Like, I feel like it's the definitive future. Well, I mean, look at all the Earths that we deal with at all times. You know, I, I think it's, I mean, people dying and coming back to life. It's mm-hmm. a possibility that it's not the definite future. Okay. But I'm thinking that it is. I'm just, yeah. you know, hoping that it's not because yeah. it's just so bleak. Yeah. Um, Olivia, they called Black Star Mia as in Mia Dearden, Speedy in the comics. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, and then Mia must hate her parents if she if she's Oliver and Felicity's daughter. She hates vigilantes. I know things happened that yeah. we need to find out about. Yeah. I just don't like the spoilers. 
I don't either. Mm, whatever. We didn't really get a chance to dive down into the actual fight with Chimera. So I feel like it's sure. a good opportunity for us to do that. I love always hearing your guys' thoughts and those things as well, too. I mean, I thought it was a great fight. I thought, um, like you said, I thought it was going to be a big bad that was going to last a little bit longer. Yeah. So it was a little anticlimactic. But at the same time, I'm not mad at that. Because, again, the whole point was to bring the team together, back together. Yeah. Again. And, I mean... He would have been a good big bad because, like I said before, his his armor or and everything that he was using was so high tech. But, and that raises a question too: This person is that smart, but then they also have a mental illness. So then, yeah. are they um, what do you call it? Like high functioning? Not. No, I wouldn't call it that. But almost like like a Rain Man, yeah. if you will. Yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. If, if you if you youngins don't know that movie with Dustin Hoffman, basically what Rain Man is is a guy who he can predict numbers really quickly. I think Tom Cruise takes him to do like yeah. poker or blackjack or one of those things. And he's autistic, but he's a high-functioning autistic in certain realms. Or like that new show um, with the autistic doctor. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I, the Good Doctor. The Good Doctor, yeah, there you go. Could yeah. be a situation like that where they're just super smart in way, in right. different ways. So right. It could have been that, and that's what made could have made him a really good big bad. Right. And then, but we don't know he's gone for sure. He's in jail. That means nothing. <laughs> Diaz is in jail. <laughs> Speaking of Diaz, we saw him in the documentary basically saying, I just look out for myself. I'd really like to know more about his backstory. Like, I, if anything, get rid of the flash forwards and go flash back, and why yeah. don't we see, like, how our villain became a villain? Yeah, There's, I mean, but I feel like that wouldn't be, like, a good way to do it every episode, just because, I mean, I just, I don't think I care about Diaz's backstory that much. Maybe, like, right. a one-episode thing, but maybe, like, uh, for an arc over a bunch of episodes, I don't think that would be that interesting to me. Okay. But I think it would still be better than the flash-forwards, where we get everything spoiled. Right. Um, the Chimera suit was from Wayne Enterprises. Yeah, oh, yeah, she mentioned that. That's uh, why it was so high-tech. Thanks, Ivan. Got it. Hmm. Oh, Ryan Bayer says, could Crisis on Infinite Earths change the future of Flash Forwards? That could be interesting. Okay. Because that's going to be the big crossover next season. Okay. That could change everything. You just never know. Yeah. You never know with these shows, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, okay, so here's the thing. I feel like the first quarter of this episode was so much of the documentary bits and pieces. Yeah. We didn't get to the heart of the story till the last three-fourths of the show. And I feel like we just talked about that. Did I miss something here? Because we just flew through this episode. (laughs) We did. But I think just the main points of this were that Team Arrow is back together. Right. You know? And are they going to stay back together? Are they not? I mean, they went into the the lair. I keep calling it. I don't even the the arrow cave. cave. Thank you. Yeah. Um, They went back to the cave and, you know, they were looking at it. So I'm thinking this is a team arrow back again, you know, and I'm just saying after all these things happening in the past between Malcolm Merlin, just like walking in at his pleasure and all these other things. Can you guys find a new location, please? Yeah. Let's find a new place. Like everyone knows where you are. Right. But, but in the flash words again, we have to mention it. In the flash for- forwards, we see that it was had been rebuilt, but we don't know where. That's what I'm saying. Can we rebuild oh. it somewhere else? It's probably not rebuilt somewhere else. That's so dumb. Yeah, so dumb. All right. Well, I mean, I think we should just let's get into Archer's Alley. Let's get into news and gossip. Unless you know, if you guys have anything else specific that yeah. you would like to hear our opinions on, that's what this side of the desk is for. Please, by all means, speak up. We just um, have a little bit of a delay on our end. Colin Prime says, "I don't think they need to do flash forwards or flashbacks to stay in the darn." We don't curse here. The darn present, unless your show is called The Flash. Um, 
Which is interesting, you know, yeah. to stay in the stay in the present. And I mean, yeah. but they are allowed to do that, I guess. Like the, the Flash and like Legends and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, I've never seen this person before. Omni and Koglo Bebe. Hi, welcome. <laughs> Hello. I've never seen your name. Um, Diaz is boring. Can we move on to a better villain at this point? I Thank agree. You. This is yes. the first time we've had a villain go two seasons strong. Two seasons. Like, enough of Diaz. And he's a like, great actor, whatever, but as far as the character is concerned, I'm like, how are you not dead? Like, you're yeah. human. You're not a superhuman. Yeah. How has somebody not killed you? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's all. Right. all. That's all, all right. we have. All right. Um, why don't we get into Archer's Alley, Let's then? Let's do it. Okay. Um, hold so on. since Carolina is not here, the lovely Olivia Dibertoli <gasps> is will me. be taking over. That's me. Um, okay, so it was just a little... Wait, where is it? Ah. Um, just a little quick bit about Archer's Alley. Wait, where is she? She sent me notes, and then I, I lost it. Oh. Uh, no, not that one. The, that one, yep. So it's basically just a, a nod to the comics. Um, it's, she said that in Green Arrow lore, Natas, who is one of Oliver's mar- martial arts instructors, who helped him, who helped craft him into the master of martial artist that he is, is also responsible for Deathstroke st- skills. So I think that's really interesting. So Fun the facts. same person who trained Deaths in the comics, the same yeah. person who trained Deathstroke, also trained the Green Arrow. So that's why they have but similar skills. But is that Shadow? Or is it just Shadow is still in love, was in love with Oliver's dad in the comic? Right? Weird. Okay. It's also weird. I don't know. Okay. Um, I think we have another photo up of... There he is. Okay, so Chimera. Um, I just found a a fun tidbit. Actually, Steven Starr sent this to me. I just found it interesting. So Chimera, this isn't the first time we've heard the name Chimera in the Arrow comics before. Mm -hmm. Um, So he was, um, in the earliest iteration, he was a Batman villain with the ability to change his appearance. Um, and then that was a tactic that later used that was later used to kidnap Jason uh, Todd, mm-hmm. and then it was also used as a codename for um, Eve Eden and a slash Nightshade when she went undercover for Jihad, which was interesting. Um, and then um, what else was it was also used by two um, uh, separate monikers for who else? Oh, Sanjeet and Durlin. Um, and was most recently used by King Chimera, the magical member of Justice Society. So the name Chimera has kind of just been all over the arrow yeah. first. It's been used kind of differently, right. which is interesting. But And again, they used it differently in Arrow, which is right. interesting. But yeah, they it was all over the place, all over the comments. So real quick side note, just because we haven't reiterated in a long time, Carolina came up with Archer's Alley as just a moment in our show to throw it back to the comics or just like fun facts that have to do with Arrow. But that's not exclusive to Carolina. So yeah. she gives us these awesome little tidbits, but you're welcome to too. Mm-hmm. She welcomes your guys' suggestions. So if you're an avid comic book fan and there's just a fun fact about Arrow that you want to share with us, send by all means, you can send it. Send it to her via social media. Something with a bean. I know. I should know this by <laughs> Linda now. Linda Bean 881, I think. It's something think different it on Twitter. To... I don't know, but you, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure okay, it out. Let but me, you, you know, can I'll send it to her. Right so I just wanted to make sure you guys knew that you were more than welcome to participate in Archer's Alley. So now that we've talked about that, let's get into our news and gossip. Yeah. All right, so you guys know me. I love pictures. I love stories <laughs> behind pictures. And I am apparently so late, because this came out October 2018. Did not know Emily Bett Rickards is actually dating Aisha Tyler. 
What? Wait, what? Okay, over my head. I was like, um, wait, wait huh? I thought they were friends. I didn't know this. No, no, they are like together. So Aisha Tyler says that she's back in love. The former talk show host seemingly confirmed to fans that she's not only coupled up, she's happy. Wait, she's in a happy, swirly, same-sex relationship. As previously reported, Aisha and her husband, Jeff, oh my gosh, I'm going to mess this one up, Tietjens announced their divorce in 2016, and Aisha was ordered to pay, get this, $2 million plus $31,000 a month in spousal support. I don't know anyone that needs $31,000 a month a of month? support from their spouse. Talk about, like, taking advantage. Jesus. Wait, can we go back to Emily Bett? That is. No, that's Emily that's Bett. That's crazy. So that's Emily Bett and Aisha. That's a photo on Aisha's Twitter. No. Yeah. Twitter? Instagram. Instagram excuse yeah. me. They were, for those of you listening on the uh, iTunes, it was a picture of them from a photo booth. Yeah. And then here's another picture of them in the morning. Oh, good for her. Yeah, but it's, like, cool and crazy all at the same time because the one thing that I really appreciate about the casting for this particular show and anything that runs in the um, Greg Berlanti team. Yeah. They're very um, good about gender balance, yeah. whether it's in front and behind the camera. They're great about making sure that all ethnies, ethnies? ethnicities excuse me, are incorporated, and they're very big with the LGBTQ yeah. as far as in, in um, hiring people and stuff like that. And we knew that Colton Haynes had came out, and it's funny because her and um, she might be bisexual. I, I, don't I think know. yeah. A lot of people in the chat are saying she's bi. Okay, so but her and Colton were really good friends. Yeah. So then it makes me wonder too what type of conversations they were having when he was having the anxiety about whether or not to come out. Yeah. And, you know, at least she could come from a stance of being in that similar position. Yeah. Although, unfortunately, in society, for whatever reason, it's a little bit more okay to be lesbian than it is to be a gay man. Think, yeah. I, I mean, look, opinion only, and I'm not saying it's true, that may be more of an early 2000s thing, but yeah. I feel like, because I know for me, like when I, I was in high school, the dudes thought it was great yeah, if a pretty course. girl decided she was bi, and they yeah. didn't mind if she was kissing another girl. But if two dudes were kissing, yeah, then all of a sudden issue. it was like a big deal. It was dumb. So anyway, the point is, I did not realize that she was part of the community and so good for her and good yeah. for her for just being like out and open and it's like not even a big deal it's well, just i'm this is the person i love i care about her and that's like, awesome I, I mean i follow emily bed on on social media and she's always posting about aisha like congratulating her on on like projects she's done yeah. and like all this stuff so that's that's really awesome yeah that's it i'm really happy yeah. for her yeah all right, so let's go to our next picture. Okay, so this is a little bit of a throwback of Katie Cassie when she was on Gossip Girl. Oh, I love And then for those of you who did not know, she was also originally a model for Abercrombie & Fitch back when she was a wee little one. A wee one? Yes, yeah. ma'am. And she was a former gymnast. Did not know that. So a little tidbit about her is that... Um, let's see, let's see. Okay, she was a trained gymnast. She put dozens of years of her life into gymnastics. She would train for up to 25 hours a week, and she said she had a really strict coach. But once she realized that she wasn't Olympics material, yeah. that's when she decided to give it up. But I was like, oh my gosh, that's really cool. That's because awesome. you forget watching the show when her character as Laurel became the Black Canary. She was awful. I mean, like, she yeah. couldn't fight for squat, and you're Remember? like, this poor girl. And I think I found it so believable that in my mind, Katie Cassidy was training to learn these things because she was not originally hired to be a fighter. Right. She was, you know, the DA. So I'm, I'm like, oh, and 
come to find out all this time she's just really agile yeah, she could do all those being. things she was just acting like she couldn't yeah so which is like, good on her too yeah you know? big props to you That's oh awesome. okay so this is just a picture of her when she was younger and she was modeling and i mean gosh she's like such a pretty girl yeah and then so this is a picture i'm using it more for reference of her in a classroom and screaming for those of you listening on the podcast <laughs> but i thought it was a really cool I found this on the internet, so don't quote me on it. Some people could be making stuff up, but apparently, Katie Cassie still likes to take acting classes to keep herself sharp. Good. And I thought that was so awesome because she's been in the business since she was so young yeah. that at this point in her life, you'd think that she'd be like, I got it, plus seven years on this show, and I've done that show, and she's been all over the place. So I find it really refreshing when people keep that mindset of there's always room yeah. to grow, I'm always going to be a student, student for life, and that's okay. Yeah. And I think that's also probably why, I mean, I'm not on set with her when she's doing some of these emotional scenes, but she does such a great job yeah. that I'm sure it's because she keeps herself and and that's probably why they keep bringing her back episode mm-hmm. after and they keep killing her and then bringing her back right. you know what i mean because they right. just she's such she's probably just a really good worker right. and really good to be right. on set with because i will say this as an actor like i'm not obviously a series regular on a show yet but you know there's a you take a million takes of certain yeah. things and it's like you have your master shot you have your one single shot of this person the overshot so you have a bajillion times to do this over and over again which emotionally can be tough but the point is is like you have room to mess up so when you're in theater or when you're taking class and you're forced to connect with another actor it is a little bit more challenging because you have that elongated scene or that elongated play for so many hours that you have to stay in something. You don't get those breaks of cut or redo. So for her to continue and keep that going, when she gets to a set, she can quickly probably turn it on. Yeah. Anyways, that's just I mean, my... I don't know. I don't I don't know the acting world, so I'm just going to agree with you on okay. that. Okay. <laughs> just nod and say yes. Just yes. That is how people do it yes. in the acting world. Oh, my it. necklace. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm like, what's that? Like? Okay. Um, so those are my pictures. Yeah. Um, do we want to do predictions? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Fancy music. Fancy music. Ooh, Ooh it's pink today. Predictions. That is your cue to start putting your predictions yeah. in while we start talking about ours. Just FYI. Um, do you want me to go? Yes. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to say that next week we get a new Big Bad, or we get to know whoever this Dante Dante. is, and we finally dive into that, and hopefully my prediction is that Diaz is out, or stays in jail, or we don't talk talk about him anymore. I have, okay, so I'm going to piggyback off of yours, and my prediction is going to be one of those, like, just throwing something at the wall, and maybe it will stick. Okay. But basically, because you mentioned Dante, what if... Uh, Chimera. Don't make that face at me! <laughs> Chimera. He's what? out. Okay, no, continue. no, no, no. What if he was in cahoots with Dante? Whether it's he is mentally ill and Chimera just set him up to think, hey, you love um, them? Since you love them, what you could do is you collect their masks and if you really love them, you show them that you know how to fight like them too. So what okay. if Chimera was a pawn to Dante and he could have gotten some sort of information via his suit, via something, so mm. that way when Dante does finally show his, her face, shim, whatever, whenever... Dante. Yeah, Dantisha, yeah. whenever she shows up, yeah. um, who knows? You know, like yeah. he could have gotten information from... Because that was such a weird, bad 
Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not it like this such one... a weird bad. You're so You right. know, yeah. like, there has to be more because I get its purpose was to bring the team together, but then yeah. you could have had a normal human. You could have had somebody who was, like, Cupid, who is a human, who's Freaking just a... Cupid is so annoying. I know. She's but, the most annoying, but go But ahead. I'm saying she doesn't have any of this fancy extra, extra yeah. stuff. So to have somebody have all these elaborate things and got taken down and that's it, that person's probably smart to have put all that together. So yeah. I don't know. That, I, and he was taken down too easily. There, You're right. There could be so much more to that. Okay. Okay, let's hear. Team, what uh, are your predictions? What do you guys say? Okay, Ivan Soto, Stanley returns as the Star City Slayer officially next week. Okay. Stanley? Interesting. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Brandon says, surprise Zoe is Dante. <laughs> no. I wish. Uh, that would be cute. Um, a little. Very little. Ivan says, Shadow's comic book grandmother is Amiko's mother in the show. That's not a prediction, Ivan. Oh, uh, Billy Jean Girl says, I already said my prediction, Renee and Amiko yeah. getting together. Yeah, I agree. Um, Ivan says, Chimera wasn't mentally ill. They never said that. Totally, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, what else? Because when they gave the whole explanation of why he was doing it, they were saying he was stealing the masks because he really, after having that experience of being saved by the Green Arrow six years ago or something yeah. like that, he had become obsessed. For me, like, that's... A definition of there is some sort of mental illness there. Yeah, and, and he they, wasn't they doing it. Yeah, they said and it. he wasn't doing it to hurt them. He admired yeah. them. Yeah. So um, that's la- a little off. Last one I from Cone Prime. I predict that one day the ladies of the panel will find out that I am a man. You're right. I'm, we ooh, just don't know sometimes. You know why? You know what it is for me personally? <laughs> one of the hosts, if you've watched for a while, for a few seasons, Katie Cullen was my co-host. So whenever I heard Cullen Prime, initially, when Katie was not here, I was like, oh, Katie's like tuning in via <laughs> social media. Yeah. And then when she was here and she gave shout outs to Cullen Prime, I was like, isn't that you? <laughs> that doesn't She's make like, any no. sense. And so forever in my mind, you are, you're Katie Cullen, basically. Yeah. You're so a blonde So Cullen girl. Prime, your name is Katie. So just, just get down with it. With it. It's it. fine. Okay. Um, yeah, those are all our predictions. Okay, great. Awesome. Well, I think that brings us all together. I know it's a little bit of a shorter show, but that's because it's a, a, a little less co-hosted. There's, there's just two of but us. But that's okay. I'm going to turn it to the front because I want you to see how uh, both of our faces. We had such a fantastic time. For those of you who joined us live, thank you. We yeah. always appreciate it. And again, if you couldn't make it, no big deal. Leave your comments, iTunes, Facebook. Facebook? Where did Facebook. Facebook come from? You, can, you know, Facebook, whatever. Facebook us. All right. But... This is what I... Homework, okay? Don't turn it off yet. No, no. You have homework, my friend. And I'm going to check in with you. Like I said, always support your host. So find us on social media. I'm on Instagram. I've been posting some really fun, cool stuff of just flippy stuff. Yeah. So find me at yours truly, Ali Kona, with the dashes underneath. But if you are a fan of the show... Tell me when you do follow me, like message on anything and just say, Hey, I'm from Arrow After Show. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yay! And then follow her. Yeah, follow me, Olivia DiBortoli, Twitter, on Instagram, all of the places. Um, I just, I love chatting about the show. I'll be in the comment section. I always try to like reply to these comments. So just be there. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Goodbye, Bye, you guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 